Hello. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Unsubscribe. Um, I'm not going to ask you how your week has been because I cannot hear you. So there's literally no reason for me to ask. But I hope it was good. I hope you are doing well. I hope things are going fabulous for you. Um, so, <laughs> you saw the title. You probably know that this one's going to be a bit of a trip. Um, so, can't wait to get into that. I can. I can wait. I'm not, I'm not super excited, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but before I do, I figured we would start light. You know, I could kind of warm you up before I, before I get into it. Because I know I would appreciate it if you warmed me up before we got into it. Why does everything I say have to sound vaguely sexual? That's weird. Anyway. So the first thing, I, I, I have a question. I have a question that I would very much like answered. Um, for those of you who work in broadcasting, podcasting, radioing, whatever, any occupation in which you have to speak into a microphone, question for you. How is it that I don't hear mouth sounds? Like, I, I listen to NPR a lot. Um, those of you who know me are well aware of the fact that I grew up listening to radio shows. Um, and I, I've never heard, like, mouth sounds. Where are the mouth noises? Um, how do you prevent the mouth noises? Um, because I would love to get to a point in my podcasting where uh, there is no mouth. That would be great. Um, but I, like, do you like eat something beforehand? Do you drink something beforehand? Is there like a like a pre-show ritual or something like that? Like, I would just love to know um, because. <laughs> because I just want to know. Um, honestly, if, if you if you have an answer for that, please, please let me know. That would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah, this, this whole episode is going to be about mouth sounds. Uh, no. So, um, well, those of you who have been around for a while, especially if you've been around for a little over a year, um, you will remember an episode in which I spoke of a short-term friendship and how it was weirdly intense and very toxic and I would like to address that episode for a reason now I had not thought about this episode in a while but it is one that I listened back to recently for reasons that I will explain now so the friend that I was referring to, we gave her the white girlist name ever. I do not know why. It was just what we thought of. Um, she she tends to pop into my head a lot, and I'm not necessarily sure why. Um, she just kind of appears in my dreams. Um, and I was gonna make this episode months ago, but I figured it wouldn't be super interesting, so I never did. But uh, I saw her name in my phone the other day on a notification and it kind of brought this stuff back up 
into my noggin. So I re-listened to the episode in which I explained why I walked away from the friendship. And in doing so, I realized that that podcast episode is astronomically bad and I would like to talk about it. That's, <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, uh, wow. Okay, so if you hear my stomach growling, by the way, which you shouldn't, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm hungry <laughs> because what am I fucking not? Um, so let's start with the title because the title itself is already bad enough. Um, I, I did say in that episode that it was not my place to diagnose. I am not somebody who, you know, diagnoses people. I do not have any degrees. That is not what this is for. And with that being said, I should not have put NPD in the title of the podcast. I did not do it because I was trying to diagnose her. I literally only did it because in my head it was catchy. I was like, oh, like, like Maybelline, but it, <laughs> but it's not, which is so stupid. And when I was recording, I thought about doing like, you know, the nine traits that it takes to have narcissistic personality disorder, but I made the conscious effort to not do that because I did not want it to look like I was diagnosing her because that was not the point of the episode. But I still put NPD in the title and I should not have done it. I'm not going to take the podcast episode down. I'm not going to change it. I'm just going to address it now um, like an amendment. You know, these are amendments. You know, this is what we do here. We learn and we grow. Um, so that was one. Another thing is that in the episode I had said, I don't remember if I said she had sociopathic tendencies or like what kind of a fucking sociopath or something. And at the time I was unaware that that term is not only outdated, but it is actually considered offensive to some of those with ASPD or antisocial personality disorder. Um, so when, you know, I, I didn't realize that until like, this year. And so when I was listening back to the episode, I I'd heard that and I like kind of cringed a little bit. I was like, oh, like, you know, because now I know. So I was like, I should address that. Like, that's a thing that I should. Um, so I'll go, you know, I'll go ahead and address that. Uh, my intention at the time was not to be disrespectful. Um, it was quite literally just ignorance. Okay. Like we've all, we've all been there. We've all learned and, and grew. Um, so yeah, I just didn't really know. I didn't know that it was an outdated term and I didn't really think that it would be used like derogatorily, der derogatorily, sure, whatever. Um, I didn't know it was commonly used that way to kind of insult people with ASPD. And so I feel bad. Because that wasn't my intention. So, now, like, granted, that word is still so popular. Um, I'm sure we can all think of two songs off the top of our head that use it. And then the whole Shane Dawson, you know, is Jake Paul a sociopath? Like, that whole thing. I understand that it's still a word that's commonly used. And one thing you'll never hear me do is tell you that you can or cannot say any certain words. But I personally am going to make the conscious effort to not say it in such a situation because that is my choice. That is what I've decided to do. Um, <laughs> I 
I realize that I'm so awkward in this and it's because I'm like coming face to face with uh, the things that I've said. Yikes. Okay, so the other issue that I had with this episode is the overall way that I came across. Now, I make it a point in my life to not play the victim. Um, sure, I have had some unfortunate shit take place in my life, as have every fucking one of us. Um, but I try to make sure that I don't throw myself a pity party. And, you know, I, I try not to kind of present myself as, like, not only the victim, but, like, the hero, the rise above, the phoenix, you know, all all the stupid shit. I try not to do that. Um, but in this episode, I very much did. And it was gross. And um, I, I want I want to talk about that specifically for a minute, for for a while. So if you would not mind, um, I would like to very quickly address Kai from a little over a year ago. Have a seat. You and I need to have a conversation. I don't know how you're going to hear this, but you will. Somehow, some way, this is going to get to you. Um, listen. A year from now... I'm, well... Hmm, not a year from now, a little bit over a year from now, give it a few months, you're going to be okay. Like, where you are right now, sitting in your mama's fucking guest bedroom, complaining about a girl that you met on the internet, struggling with isolation because it's the middle of a pandemic, I understand that you are going through it. Just give it, give it some time. Things are going to get better than they are currently. With that being said, you and I need to have a come to Kai moment because Jesus fucking Christ, you you are you are something else. Listen. Do you remember that song? Um, we heard it on TikTok, but I know it's like an actual song, and it was something like he says he likes crazy girls, but he hates when I act crazy. You understand that that's you, right? You understand that crazy people, which I'm sure a year from now I'm going to be like, I shouldn't have said crazy people. Whatever. You understand that crazy people, thats it's not a controlled thing. And I know you're not controlling, but crazy is crazy. That means it does not matter where, when, why crazy is crazy crazy just happens it does not matter if the timing is inappropriate or it is not convenient it is not something that you need at the moment crazy is crazy like you have to understand that if they will crazy other people they will crazy you as well you have an issue that you have not addressed I want you to sit your ass down and close your eyes and think back to the day that she looked right at you and said, oh no, I'm psychotic. And you smiled. Do you remember that? And you laughed and you were like, is that right? Because you were intrigued 
because you are a sick fuck and i just want to talk about why because i still don't know why and i'd like to figure it out but here's what i do know it takes two to toxic that is is very true and and you went on to your little podcast trying to act like you were so blindsided and you were so shocked and I can't believe this happened and I don't know how I attract these people and I don't know what's going on and I'm just bitch you knew exactly what was going to happen you knew you had a weird excitement about the fact that this person was absolutely unhinged and it's not just her remember that other girl Remember the other, other one? Remember that one? You know the one. Yeah, that one. This is a pattern. Why do you align yourself with people who you know are obsessive and kind of off their rocker? Like, why do, you, why do you do that? I think one of the reasons is because you, you like to present yourself as this level-headed logically thinking devil's advocate like you you really like to act like you're this diplomatic you know somewhat wise but like you have issues that you don't you don't even you really tried to act like none of this was your fault and that's what irritates me it was your fault you knew and you kept talking to her because because why i think it's because you are a scorpio to the core and you love intensity and any person who is just intensely involved with you you find it i don't know what word to use for it but you're you're kind of fucking weird kai and you need to you need to take yourself in hand and really think about it. Okay. Okay. You've done some really weird things. <laughs> like, you've got a weird energy. And when people match that energy, it is absolutely fucking dangerous. Now, sit, sit tight for a second because I'm going to address you. Um, so, chill. So, you the person listening who is not Kai. Um, <laughs> if I could provide you with a little bit of background. So basically, if we look at the timeline, we can see that before this, I had taken a break because of my mental health, because this was, you know, mid pandemic. I was very isolated. I was going through it. Everything, every time I would try to record um, everything was just sad. Like it was not, it was not something that needed to be shared. It was very much just, I'm sad. I don't know if I'm going to make it. This sucks so bad. God damn it. I hate everything. Like I, there was no reason for me to post. So I didn't, um, during this time I was slowly descending into madness and I'm pretty sure that my mother, <laughs> she definitely noticed um, that I was not doing okay and I was getting worse and worse and worse and 
the monotony of my job was already hard enough and I worked in the same unit that I do now except in a different town so I could not have my phone so let me just let me just paint a picture of how my day went on a regular basis get up like 5 30 in the morning get ready for work call a cab go to work couldn't have been 5 30 no, it, yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, it was like 5.30. I got up like 5.30 or something. Okay, anyway, call a cab, go to work. Now, around 10 o'clock in the morning, after the morning show, because we had to listen to, you know, the local radio station, because it was family friendly or what the fuck ever, we never got good music, they would play Don't Stop Believing every single morning to kind of celebrate those who are surviving the pandemic. And then right after that song, at exactly 10 o'clock, they would play just, like, bells to honor those who have died during the pandemic. So I am standing at my assembly line, listening to the same song, and then just hearing somber ass bells and thinking about wow how many more people died today how many more people are dead today than there were yesterday and this was my daily routine and I would just go about my day and stand in the same spot for eight hours and do the same thing and then go home go nowhere else go straight home and the parents would be watching tv and we would hear more about the pandemic and I would go into my bedroom and I would try to talk to my friends, but we were all sad. So we didn't have anything happy to say. And then I was on the internet and I met this girl and we started talking and she could actually hold a conversation. And that was something that because I had been talking to strangers on the internet because I'm a responsible person <laughs> and they could not hold a conversation. Um, listen, I'm not much of a texter, but at least if you text me, I'll have something to say, not just WID, cool, yeah, LOL, like nah, okay. We, w we were like actually talking and we exchanged phone numbers and we started talking on the phone. We started texting and calling each other. Now, one thing to know about me, if you don't already, is that I absolutely love phone calls, FaceTimes, shit like that. Love it. I just feel like it means more than a text. If you are willing to text me, but you're not willing to call me, you and I probably aren't near as close as you think we are. I don't know. No, okay, that's, I, I shouldn't say that because obviously my best friend is very busy and she does not have time to call. And then I have friends in other states, hell, other countries, you know, like I'm not. Okay, so I'll, I'll take that last part out. I mean, I won't edit it out, but I'll retract it. <laughs> I love phone calls. And so we would just stay up at night and we would just talk. And as I said in the previous, it got to a point where she would become a part of my routine. I would wake up in the morning to a message from her saying, hey, I know this is around the time you're getting up for work. Um, make sure you eat something before work so that you have energy. It's going to be really hot today, so be careful. Drink lots of water. 
and I can't wait to talk to you when you get home because I know you can't have your phone. So then I would go to work and I would hear the stupid song and I would listen to the stupid bells and I would do the stupid task. But I was like excited to know that as soon as I get off work, I can open my phone to a text from her. And weirdly enough, it kept me going. So I always just had this weird like dopamine rush whenever I would get off work and go check my phone. And she'd be like, hey, like it's three. I know you're getting off work. How you doing? What's what's going on? Um, call me when you get the chance. And so I would go home and we would just talk all day and share memes. And it was just a great time. And then when we finally got to meet in person, we would walk the city and sit in her car and she got me into a show that I had wanted to watch, but I never really had the time. Um, I think I might have mentioned in like the very beginning of Unsubscribe about how I really liked the idea of Steven Universe, but I never like made a point to watch it because I just didn't seem to have time. But uh, I watched it with her and honestly, I fucking love Steven Universe. Like I'm, I'm finished with it now. I'm finished with both of them. Um, God, such a great show. I fucking love Steven Universe. Anyway, so, you know, in the weekends, uh, everybody else would be asleep and I would be like on the phone with her on the couch and she would send me songs and shit. And so this just kind of became like a thing. And I had said that if she did not text me one day, I would like feel it like I would it was a noticeable difference and say what you want about me but I am not clingy that is one thing that I'm not I am not needy I am not the kind of person who is going to freak out because you did not text me back or text like that is that has never been who I was um so I I had noticed that things were like you know wrong and I was like, I don't like this. I don't like the feeling of like wondering why somebody didn't text. Like, that's so stupid. Like, how the fuck old am I? No. And, you know, I was like, this isolation, this pandemic has really fucking gotten to me because Jesus Harold Christ on a fucking mountain bike. I would never have been like this otherwise. Um and the manipulation shit had already started, but I, I'm not going to say I looked past it because I definitely kept note of it, but instead of walking away, I felt this weird, like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. So if that does provide any kind of background as to why our friendship became as weirdly intense I mean it was for me I, I don't even think that she really cared at all about any of it but I did um and the funny thing is we we don't really know anything about each other I don't know her story she doesn't know mine we don't know anything about each other's families so I it's it's kind of confusing to me how she is a person who still kind of pops into my noggin from time to time because we don't really know each other. We never really knew each other. And um, 
I have an older like ex-friend of mine who appears in my dreams sometimes as well, but I understand when she like I I don't I'm not like why the hell are you in my dream? Because we literally grew up together. Like we grew up together. We spent every single day after school together. We spent we had sleepovers at each other's houses every weekend. We knew each other's family. We went to each other's family events. We went to each other's churches. You know, we were friends with each other's siblings. Like, we were, you know, like, we, we grew up together. And so, when she pops into my dreams, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, we were best friends. We were inseparable for a very long time. Like, we watched each other grow. And we're obviously not friends anymore because she sucked. I'm going to be honest, but I've, I've talked about her enough. Um, so I don't, I don't fret, you know, I don't feel any type of way when she appears in my dreams. I don't feel like I need to reach out to her. Um, I will speak to my pubes in the shower before I ever speak to her. It is not an issue, but I also don't get upset when she's in my dreams because I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, whatever. But this one, this girl, I don't know why she keeps popping into my head throughout the year. I, I I have no idea because there it was such a short-lived friendship and we we didn't we weren't super close, I guess. I don't know. Um so anyway, I was going to make this episode like months ago. Did I already say that? I don't know. I was going to make it months ago, but it, I, did, I decided not to because there was no point. But then I recently saw her name in my phone as a notification while I was FaceTiming a friend of mine and I immediately just stopped talking. And I just stared at it and he was like, what? And I was like, it's a really long story. Um, and I didn't, I didn't know what to say because a normal person with a normal person brain would have just deleted it, you know, but I was like, I feel like I want to respond to this and normally I wouldn't, but I think it's because this person kept popping into my head. I was like, maybe there's a reason. Maybe because the thing that gets me is, first of all, I will say about that episode. Some of it was bars. Okay, some of it was bars. I knew that she was going to contact me again. Eventually, I knew that somehow someday she was going to reach out to me or her name would appear somewhere. And when it when that day came. I was like, yeah. I knew this was going to happen and I decided not to respond because as I had said then, sometimes a thing that people like to do is contact people who are no longer speaking with them just to see if they still got it. You know what I'm saying? Just to see if they still have that supply on the shelf and what I am not. Okay, somebody supply on the fucking shelf. I'm too old for this shit. So I did not respond. But I also didn't deleted and that's where we have a problem now here's why I'm mad at myself right and I'm gonna be completely honest 
It's a pride thing. It's a pride thing. I don't want to respond because of my pride. Because I'm like, I'm correct. I I was correct in thinking that one day I would see your name again. I was correct in assuming that you would probably contact me when you got bored just to see if I was still like available to you. And what I'm not going to do is that pride thing. I'm going to be all, I can be a prideful motherfucker sometimes. I'm a little stubborn. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Um, but with that same coin, I do still care about her as a person. And I, you know, I, I would, I, I wonder if she is okay. If she's doing well, is that weird? I mean, I, I wish the general population well, and I don't necessarily think it would hurt to just send like a, hi, how are you? How have you been? I hope you're doing well. You know, because it's safely distant. But also like, how you doing? You know? And then and then that's it. Like, here's here's my question, right? How come? Okay, no, let me let me back up. So normal people, you guys, you guys have like friends with benefits or whatever, where you're like, no, we're not together. We just fuck. And, like, do everything together and fucking act like a couple. But, like, no, we're not a couple. Like, you guys do that shit all the time. So, what if what if there was, like, a acquaintances with friendship tendencies? Like, we're not friends. But, sure, we, we text occasionally just to make sure that the other is alive and... If we hear a song that we think the other might like, you know, we, we share it. And she did say that if I gave her a name chain, she would wear it. You know, she'd probably look pretty good with my name chain. I, You know, but like, but like, see, you guys, you guys are on level seven. All right. I'm just trying to get to level two. Okay. We aces. We, we do things differently, okay? We're like diet, you guys. But we're, there. there's no touching. There's just like, that's my name. Anyway, okay. So, but that's not, that's not a thing that I'm going to do. Um, But I'm just saying, if you guys can have yours, why can't we have ours? <laughs> now, today, since her name is still there it's weird i'm i'm hoping that if i open the messages she'll say something shitty like "Eh, fuck you or something and then it'll just be so easier for me to be like oh thank you like bye bitch (laughs) you know and then i'll just get it all out of my system and i won't ever think about it again but sometimes i'm like you know she let me baby her most people don't, but like she did. She let me baby her. And I don't really have anybody in my life who will just let me do that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody wants to be like the big shot, don't stop. You know, like everybody, you know, and and she was just like, "No." Like I don't I don't know how to explain it. But like 
one thing that I'm not going to do is let you baby me. So I'm basically just like everybody else. One thing I'm not going to do, okay, unless you are my mother, okay, my literal mother who, you know, unless I can come to your house every weekend and eat your food <laughs> like my mom, uh, you cannot baby me. But anyway, she would let me. And, you know, I don't know. Um, so I just, my mom said that she was kind of worried about me living in a place by myself because when I am isolated, when I am just kind of left alone with my thoughts, um, that turns into some rather dangerous territory. And I think that she wouldn't have said that a year ago or a little over a year ago but like because she saw what the lockdown was doing to me mentally I think that maybe that's what might have clued her into the idea that I cannot be left alone because that's when my depression likes to strike back so she was like you're gonna have to figure out a system to hold yourself accountable because when you start to get isolated and lonely and your depression takes over and you start to spiral, you can't let yourself do that. You gotta call somebody, you gotta turn on some music, you gotta take a like you have to do something. Because if I get a call saying that you're fucking off the rails, I'm gonna drag your ass home. And I don't wanna be dragged home. So she's definitely correct. And luckily I have not faced anything like that yet. I hope I do not. But it is me we're talking about. But sometimes when I do feel especially isolated after the monotony of my shift and I come home, I think I miss having her to talk to. You know, I miss seeing her texts after work. I miss being able to talk to her on the phone. I miss being like, hey, do you want to come over? You want to walk around the city? You want to do something? Like, and I, and I don't have that person anymore and then the funniest thing happened no I'm just kidding I'm not quote Bob Burnham um and then I I think about it and my friend was like you know you're only thinking about the positive things you need to remember why you walked away you need to think about the negativity and and the the crazy shit that she did but I can do you one better if I actually take the time to think about her, specifically her, her personality, the things that she would say and do, the way that she viewed the world around her. Like, if I actually think about her, I don't feel the way that I did. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, like, I'll pass. No offense. I don't, I, that sounds mean. I don't mean to be mean. I'm sure she's fucking great for other people but we just did not mesh like our personalities did not go together so when I when I actually think about her as a whole and not just the idea of her I very quickly realized that no I can do without that I don't need that <laughs> I'm I'm good here and I think that's that's interesting because I've been so 
like weirdly attached to that routine, even though it's been so long. And I don't even know how, because it was, it was, everything about it was short lived and it was just a very like quickly lit, quickly burnt out. Like it was not a thing that is even super memorable. I'm pretty sure she barely remembers me. Honestly, I would be genuinely surprised if she remembered any detail about me because it just wasn't like a thing. And I feel like what I actually miss is not necessarily her, but it is that rush of like happy that I would get when I would check my phone after work or the contentment that I would feel when walking the city with somebody or, you know, the... (sighs) The calm, the weird calm that I would feel whenever she would panic and I would be like, hey now, don't panic. Let's get through this. You know, like it's, it's, it's a weird, it's, it's weird. I don't, I am stammering like a motherfucker because I do not understand what I'm trying to say. I do, but I can't get it out. It's, it's confusing. There was... Do you ever just have like habits that, you know, distract? I don't want to. It's not like a habit. Okay. Like sometimes when I start to feel a certain way, I will eat something, which is not great. Or I will drink, which is not great. And I won't drink a whole lot before somebody's like, oh, she's a binge drinker. I'll just be like, I'm going to make myself a little little margarita, a little daiquiri. It still isn't great, but you know, and honestly, it doesn't even have to be alcoholic. It could be like a tea, just something that I can put a little bit of effort into and then, and then have it with me. Or, you know, I'd buy something from the internet or like I would just do something to distract me. And I'm not necessarily saying that it was like a distraction kind of thing. It was, it was, I, I feel it's like a weird conditioning thing because the minute that she had gotten a partner, I wasn't like jealous. I wasn't jealous because I genuinely, and listen, I'm being completely honest in this episode. If I had a thing for her, I would absolutely tell you that I had a thing for her. I genuinely had no desire to be her girlfriend, but when she got a girlfriend, she didn't text me as much. And it like weirdly brought my mood like I don't know because I'm not normally that person it was the whole thing the isolation all that shit just kind of so I miss being able to talk to somebody on the phone and feel like I'm actually positively contributing to somebody's life regardless of whether or not they actually feel that way you know it was it was a weird nice secure except not secure comfort thing and to this day if I start feeling a certain type of way I'm like you know what would be nice if I could just have that text from that person because it just gave me like a weird dose of happy like a drug like (laughs) not not like a drug like a drug no no I just wanted to say like that not like a drug. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but 
I think I am realizing that it is more the idea of her and it does not actually have to do with her. I do not know how I would react if I saw her face to face. I'd like to think, I mean, I, I honestly think I would just be chill because it's, it's not really so much about her as it is me and what I need to do um, instead of all of those other things. You know, texting a toxic person, not a good idea. Making yourself a fucking daiquiri, maybe try something else. Ordering something online, uh, you don't have money for that. You can't live comfortably anymore. Um, I don't know. Find a TV show. Make your lunch for work, clean your house, do laundry, go take a walk, call a friend, do something else. Like, god fucking damn. So, that is, um, that's where I'm at. Um, so I think that one thing I need to do is figure out why I have the tendency to attract a certain type of person because I'm not going to sit here and be like, I don't know why I just seem to attract these people. It ain't got shit to do with me. Cause it obviously does like something is, is happening. And the thing about Kai friendship, let me tell you about a Kai friendship. Let me tell you about a Kai level friendship. Okay. Kai friendships are weird. Okay. I'm a weird bitch. Listen, if you come at me with this, Oh, we're never going to leave each other. We're going to fucking die together. Here's a vial of my blood. Bitch, I will take that shit and run with it. Like, I, I'm not dangerous. I'm just a little weird. I'm a, I'm a little weird. I love intensity. I love that weird shit. And I don't know why. But, you know, she had matched my energy. And, I mean... I don't know. I I need to figure out what that's about. <laughs> I need to figure out. Um, I'm realizing that I don't actually know how to have a friendship with like healthy boundaries uh, because I don't know what that looks like. All of my friendships have been really like erratic. They have been just so extra. And, you know, like if we're if we're not getting matching tattoos and posting pictures every day and wearing each other's clothes then like what is it you know but like that's not how friends apparently friends don't hold each other until they fall asleep apparently that's not a friend thing to do and I was talking to my my dude friend and I was like I just I don't know I that's just how friends are right they always hug and like they always hold hands when they walk into work together and everybody thinks that they're married. And he was like, Kai, you and I have never hugged. You and I have never held hands. And I was like, yeah, you're right, but that's different. And he said, why? I said, well, because you're my, you're like a bro, you know, you're like, we're boys. You're my boy. And he was like, that's a friend, Kai. That is how friends are. So I just don't know how to uh, have a fucking friend, apparently, because I'm really fucking weird and I need to work that out. Um, if I do look at the messages that she had sent, 
hopefully they'll say something bitchy and then I can just close them and be done. But if anything, if I do reply at all, it will just be like, hi, how are you? I hope you've been well. I will keep it short. I will keep it succinct. I will be direct. Like, I just, I would just like to know that you are still kicking. And it was nice talking to you. I'm going to go now. Like, it will very much be just that. I, I will not. I really like where I am in life right now. And what I don't need to do is invite a toxic person into my space. Um, because we both have traits that are just not like some oil and water shit. Like it, it just, no. So I guess, um, I guess I have a lot to figure out. And I don't know where to start. And I don't really care to start, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I kind of hope she doesn't ever listen to this. Because I don't want her to think that I'm, like, attacking her. I'm not. I'm really not. Um, More of a self-reflection thing than anything else. Uh, I... I'm not going to take that last one down. I'm going to leave it up. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, that one, I know the word cringe is like outdated or whatever. I'm not really hip with the times, but God damn it. I did cringe. I was like, this is, this yikes. What is, who, what is this? What is this? Oh no, 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 no. Do you know that British people call whipped cream squirty cream? Do you know that? I will also say that if you start to feel the way that I do um, and you want to text that toxic friend or that toxic ex or whatever the fuck, I have a playlist that I made when her and I stopped becoming, be stopped becoming friends. Yep. I am very well spoken. Um, when her and I stopped being friends um, and I have, <laughs> I have jammed to this playlist um with the past like three or four friends that I've lost god that sounds sad it's just a bomb ass playlist and it helps me through so my playlist is called man fuck you crazy bitch but you can also make your own playlist you know I don't know if playlists are as um useful for you as they are for me but I also am gonna do a KFM about that playlist god damn it <sighs> I haven't done one of those in a while. I'd like to get back to that, but I work second, so it takes up literally my entire day. I put nair in my butt crack this morning because I was tired of having a hairy butt. So, guess who has a hairless butt? That would be me, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> so, I guess what I will do now because I clearly am totally in a position to do this, is find a random advice question from the internet and answer it. Uh, Kai is cool and Kai is smart. Hey, listen to this. It's fucking art. Yeah. So my partner is a huge gamer. How can we spend more time together? Signed, 
No common sense in New Jersey. Well, first of all, I don't know why your partner being a gamer would uh, have an impact on the time that you guys spend together. Literally just go in there while he's playing his game. Hang out with him. Watch him. I'm sorry, I shouldn't assume it's a him, but I'm going to. Uh, just because I already said it and I'm not going to go back. Hang out with him. Watch him play his game. You don't even have to really be on your phone while he's playing his game. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, how the fuck else would you spend time with him? Maybe ask him every once in a while if he'll do something that you like to do. But he's not hurting anybody and you don't seem to be too upset about it. So that's good. Uh, just, you know, let him play his game. Hang out with him. Just be in the same room with him. Be happy that he's happy. And you guys should be fine. I don't really think there's another answer. Um, both of you could probably stand to make more time for each other. If that's what you want to do, fucking do it. That question sucked. Let's get another one. Post-pandemic, how do I get my energy back? Signed, Hopeful in Houston. Well, um, joke's on you because it's coming back. All right, next question. Um, no, but just slowly get back into the things that you once loved before. You know, it's going to be a little awkward to get back because it has been get back. I'm so sorry. It's going to be awkward to get back because <laughs> I can't just I can't just go on like I didn't do that. Oh, my brain. Um, It's going to be awkward. You know, you're going to be all shy when you when you start talking to your friends again because it's been a while. But just slowly get back into it. You know, get back into the things that you loved. Um you know, the only, the only way to do it is to start. So start somewhere, go back to the restaurant that you guys used to hang out at all the time or text Suzanne and ask her if, um, you guys can do brunch on Sunday like you used to, you know, just get back in it. The energy will come when the routine has been established. I think, you know, because if you if you don't even try to put yourself out there because you don't have the energy, you'll never have the energy. So you might have to kind of make yourself do it a little bit. Um, but honestly, if you're stir crazy enough in the house, you'll have the energy, you know. All right, let's see what else we got. Is it okay to not have a friend group? Signed, Lonely in London. Yes. It is okay to not have a friend group. Um, I'm assuming you're an adult. Here's the thing. Most adults don't have a friend group. We really don't. And if you're in high school, those bitches are bitches anyway. Fuck them. But as an adult, we, we don't really have friend groups. I guarantee you the most of us, we talk to coworkers on a daily basis because um we have to in order to make the shift bearable. And then we go home and we may have one or two friends. And even those friends, we don't hang out in groups. It's separate. You don't need a friend group. Because shit always goes awry anyway. You know, two people date each other and then they get all mad or, you know, someone starts talking shit. Like, honestly, 
if you have one or two good friends, you're Gucci. Like, adulthood is fucking hard. Keeping up with a friend group would be a disaster. If it makes you feel any better, movies are all bullshit. None of us have friend groups. Um, None of the mature ones have friend groups anyway. It's just not a thing. Um, But you know what? If you want a friend group, go online and be like, hey, I'm looking for a friend group. Who wants to be in a friend group? Maybe there are other people who feel the same way that you do and would also like to be a part of something. And there's nothing wrong with that. Frequent a place and do karaoke every Friday or visit a chat room or do something and just kind of look for, you know, fellowship somewhere. I'm sure you will find it if you look. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's my answer. Put yourself out there if you would like to be a part of something like that. Otherwise, just take comfort in the fact that we're all lying to you and none of us actually have people in our lives that give a fuck about us. How do I tell someone that they're getting in their own way? Signed, way too concerned about other people's lives in Wyoming. I don't know. Um, you just tell them. I guess it depends on your relationship to the person. If it is somebody who trusts you and loves you and values your opinion just outright tell them listen I think that in this situation you are getting in your own way I think that you could stand to do things differently I think that if you want better results there's a way that you could handle the situation um, that is far different than what you're doing right now and I would like to see you succeed and so I suggest that you stop doing whatever the fuck it is that you're doing you know? And if they don't love you and they don't trust you and they don't value your opinion, then stay the fuck out of it. Let them fail on their own. Don't wait for them to fail. Don't be an asshole. But just, you don't have to beat around the bush. Either say it or don't. Um, Be tactful. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely a way to say things. But it really... either say it or don't. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's my advice. How do I ask my partner to stop being on their phone so much? Signed. Mouth sounds in Montgomery. I don't know. That's not related to the question, but we're going to go with it. Um, Just like this. Hey, will you stop being on your fucking phone so much? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Just ask him. If you saying hey, I'd really appreciate it if you could be a bit more present in the moment. And, you know, I noticed that you're constantly looking at your phone and it would just make me feel a lot better if you'd pay a bit more attention to what's going on around you. If they get offended by that, then that person sucks anyway, dude. Your partner sucks. Get a new fucking partner. Are you shitting me right now? Life is too short for this bullshit. Tell them. How they react is on them. Or, I'm sorry, ask them. Don't tell them to do anything ask them to just stop being on their phone so much and if they care enough about you to work on it they will work on it and if they don't get you a new boo man get the fuck out of here um i understand that it can be very annoying especially when you're speaking to somebody and it's very it just looks like they don't give a fuck about you that sucks um literally just ask them you don't have to you should not have to be super delicate about it honestly You shouldn't feel like you need to ask an advice columnist about 
how to ask your partner to do or to not do something. It should just be a thing that you guys are comfortable enough with each other to ask something of each other. I don't think that that is... I'm so hungry. Fuck. I'm going to go to bed. But yeah, maybe offer an alternative. You know, they're not going to, even if you do ask them, they're not going to change their behavior overnight because it is kind of a habit. So maybe whenever they get on their phone, give them a little playful nudge or something and be like, hey, look at this. You know, try to find a way to work with them because even they might not be doing it to be disrespectful. It's just a thing that we do sometimes, you know, to keep our brains occupied. So just give them something else to occupy them. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Sorry, just kidding. That's... God damn. Okay. How do I take a bad day and turn it into a good day? How do I get back on track? Signed, bad days in Baltimore. Because there's never a good day in Baltimore. I said it once, I'll say it again. Playlist. Put on a playlist. Put on a happy playlist. Put on a podcast. An interesting podcast. One that you will be engaged in. Do something productive. Usually we feel accomplished when we do something productive. Um, Music helps me a ton. Put on a nice outfit. Make yourself feel nice. Uh, Call someone if you'd like to. I don't know. I'm assuming this is midday, so maybe you're like in the middle of your work shift or you're in the middle of running errands or you're just sitting at home and you're like, damn, today's just not great. I'd like to, I'd like to continue my day like better. Do, you know, turn on a funny show and just relax and watch it for a while. Um, you know, I normally wouldn't super suggest distracting yourself, but if you're just trying to, you know, like get back on track and make sure you have a good day, do something like that. You know what I'm saying? And then later you can like, sit yourself down and try to figure out what made your day bad unless you already know maybe you just spilled your coffee and you were running late and it just wasn't wasn't great playlist podcast something you know productive those are the things that I personally like to do um you know and that is because sometimes I have a bad day and I just want to mope and I just want to sleep you know and that's fine too but if you're actively wanting to get you know a pick-me-up Go get an iced coffee. Go get a chai tea or whatever it is that makes you smile. Drive around. Look at the trees. Um, Talk to someone. You know, just there are so many things that you can do. Just do something that makes you happy and you'll be good. How can I work through the feeling of being behind in life? Signed, Kai. (laughs) Well, Kai, um, I don't remember writing this, but I guess I fucking did. Here's the thing. Life does not have a timeline. It is not a race. There is not anything that needs to be accomplished by a certain age. I don't know if you didn't graduate high school on time or you didn't graduate college on time or you aren't married yet. You don't have kids yet. You don't live on your own yet. You haven't bought a house yet. Whatever the fuck it is that you think that you should have achieved already. There's not a specific timeline. There's not a handbook. People in their 30s, 40s don't know what the fuck they're doing. Nobody 
is just comfortable in life and has accomplished everything at the time that they needed to and has all the answers, that is bullshit. We're all behind. We're all struggling. We're all trying to figure out a way to live comfortably. Um, Whatever it is that you think you are supposed to have done by now, I guarantee you will find a million other people who are right where you are in life, who just also haven't accomplished the things that they feel like they should be. Accomplish shit on your own fucking time. Like as long as you're accomplished, as long as you are actively working toward things. If you are learning and improving yourself every day, you're fucking doing it. You are not behind in life unless you are actively refusing to improve yourself. Then you've got shit that you need to fucking work on. But we are all trying to figure out where we're supposed to be. But I think we are all where we're supposed to be. You know, none of us. I mean, because how boring would life be if there was a very specific way that every person needed to live and there was like a fucking... Like, nah, where's the adventure, home skillet? Like, do some meth, you know? Just don't, (laughs) don't, don't, don't do meth. Do not do meth. Don't. Um, Just, I, I understand that feeling. I understand what it is like to feel external pressure and internal fucking shame. And, you know, it is absolutely the worst thing to think that you are supposed to be further than where you are but the fact of the matter is you're young and you have so much time so stop fucking stressing about it because what I've learned is the meat gets more tender in the slow cooker if you actually take the time to cook it right if you nuke that shit it's gonna taste like dick alright so slow the fuck down Take a deep breath. You're not as behind as you think you are. We are all fucking confused. And that'll do it for, um, for that advice segment as well as the entire episode. Um, thank you again for listening to unsubscribe and I hope to smell you again next week. You know, the, uh, the inside of your ears, it's got a really distinct smell and I just really missed it. God, that's weird. Ah, I'm so weird. Anyway, I can't wait to smell the inside of your ears again next week. Have a great week. Um, remember to drink water. It's fucking hot outside. Jesus, Harold Christ. It was hot as fuck outside. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? I almost forgot. I need to end this episode with a joke let's go so uh, I bought a pair of shoes from a drug dealer the other day I don't know what he laced them with but I've been tripping ever since oh